0: Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft episode this morning. On a gorgeous day here in northern Vermont, the birds are chirping; it's like a symphony. Anyway, this is Kimberly Quinn, and I am thrilled to kind of continue a conversation we've been um, that's been going on on the Minecraft YouTube channel, which is about creating your own family, choosing your own family. What we would therefore therefore call the chosen family versus the family of origin. You know, and this is a really important conversation to have because our families of origin, you know, we obviously have no control who we are born into. We have no control what country we're born into, what culture we're born into, what religion we're born into, what birth order we're born into. And it's very, very important. And, you know, many families um, are like Donald Winnicott would say the good enough, you know, he would say the good enough mother, but he was, of course, back in the 50s. Um, So we'd say the good enough family, right? So... Many families are because nobody's perfect, no, therefore, no family is perfect. Though many families have it going on, with as far as and you know, the, the kids got enough love, the parents were there the majority of the time, parent or parents, or fill those in with you know, granny and aunt, you know, whomever. And, um, it's very important, <clears throat> and also adoptive parents, of course, it's very important to realize that for some families. You know, the kids <clears throat> did not get enough love, the love that they needed. Um, also, sometimes it happens by accident. Sometimes, you know, a parent dies. You know, a sickness death can remove people from families too. And that's obviously not their choice. But for whatever the reason, we sometimes need to venture out past our family of origin to create our own family. Or partially, you may have to do a whole new re- redo on that, kind of like I did. Or, you know, sometimes it's a blend. Maybe you're partially adopted, but you had a, you know, a loving mother or father kind of step in, in a second marriage or something like that. And you're just partially, um, creating a chosen family, or you might need the whole deal all over again. If you were, it was extreme and, and, uh, you had some pretty severe dysfunction, you know, maltreatment, abuse, or neglect. You know, and as I mentioned um, in the Minecraft U2, yeah, I was so, so pleasantly surprised and taken back by the recent, at, at the recent graduation for our, da- our youngest daughter, who who went to St. Lawrence University in, in Northern New York. The, the whole school's impressive, honestly. Just, she had a fantastic experience there, even with the pandemic, and just impressive on a million different levels. And at the graduation, um, I was, I was very, um, very pleased when they, when they said, you know, which they say at any graduation I've ever been to, including the ones I've been a part of, they'll say, you know, will you all please stand up? Anyone who's had any anything to do with the support and helping and, you know, sort of getting this, just the graduate to where they are, please stand up. And they usually say families or, you know, and, and this one, for anybody, families and friends who had anything to do with the success of this graduate, please stand up. And Saint Lawrence worded it like this: They said, "Families of origin and chosen families who had anything to do with the support and and success of the graduates, will you please stand up if you are able?" Also, another nice thing to say. And I, <clears throat> I felt. Just, I got this very wonderful, positive, emotional wave of finally, thank you, thank you for acknowledging the chosen families are of equal importance to family of origin. You know, and and one of my new teachers, you know, that I've I've added to my repertoire of, of amazing thinkers that just, you know, stimulate my mind in a million different directions uh, my teacher, my new teacher, Jay Shetty, in his book, Think Like a Monk, which is one of my favorites, I have to tell you. I've already been on this chosen family thing for a long time. And I, and then I was, you know, two thirds of the way through the book and he's got a little bit on make your own family. and I, I'm just thinking, wow, the synchronicity going on with me right now in these videos and podcasts is wild. Because just when I am onto a topic and I'm really feeling it and it's kind of, you know, rolling right through me like water from a faucet. The universe just brings another piece of it to me. It's it's been just really wild. And so he says, in order to find diversity, we have to be open to new connections. Part of growing up at any age is accepting that our family of origin may never be able to give us all that we need. It's okay to accept what you do and don't get from the people who raised you. And it's okay, necessary, in fact to protect yourself from those in your family who aren't good for you. And that is just so well said. And I think, you know, many of us have been conditioned by, you know, society, media, definitely religion, honor their father and mother, right? We've been conditioned to think that we have to have relationships with the people who brought us into the world. Mom, dad, mom, mom, dad, dad. Siblings, whatever we we feel like this is obligatory, and if we don't have these relationships, especially with parents, like we're like we're going straight to hell in a handbasket or something. Like, get out the asbestos suit; you're going to be burning. And we have this inherent, th- maybe not literally, of course, but we we think that something is enormously wrong with us, and it's it's shaming, and you know, and no matter what you ha- you know they brought you into the world, especially you know, just the whole biological thing, they gave birth to you or they went out of the way to adopt you or, you know, whatever, and that we have to have, we that we have to are bound to having relationships with toxic people. And no, we do not have to have relationships with toxic people. Not only do we not have to have relationships with toxic people, it's a really, really, really bad idea to have relationships with toxic people because they are the equivalent of drinking turpentine. For breakfast instead of orange juice. And um, and toxic, the toxics can really, really bring you down, especially if they're all the way on the spectrum to the, you know, all the way over to card carrying club members of the narcissist party, then they really, really need to go because <clears throat> their agenda is serving their own needs, period. That's it. And they will go to any lengths to, to, to make that happen. And then um, Jay continues, I love this. He says, we should have the same standards for our family as we do for everyone else. And if the relationship is fraught, we can love them and respect them from a distance while gathering the family we need from the wider world. Oh, wow. I love that. I just, oh my gosh. While gathering the family we need from the wider world, because if people um, are toxic, you know, you know, sort of you know, actively trying to, you know, bring you down in any kind of way, as well as, you know, being, being jealous when you make accomplish you know, you accomplish things or not. And I'm talking about chronically, not, you know, it doesn't mean to just throw in the towel on people and not give it your last college try, of course, because we're all, none of us are perfect. And we've all got things to work on and such like that. I'm talking about the real toxics who, and we all know who they are. They just need to go. And as children, obviously we don't have the c- control to do that. So once we are able to have the c- control to do that, we need to really be setting some boundaries. And, and, um, and in some cases, again, that the narcissist crew, they generally, the only thing that works with them is no contact. And that can be difficult, you know, with different situations. Um, if you want more on that, um, one, one good resource out there is Dr. Romani. And she talks about gray rocking, which is something that, if they are in the narcissist club um, and you can't do no contact, then gray rocking is another strategy that works, which is basically kind of, you know, small talk. And so how those Yankees doing kind of thing. And just, you can't give them the narcissist, the toxics. You just can't give them ammunition because it just, they feed on it like plants feed on miracle Grow. So as narcissism is kind of a, you know, complicated Clinical situation. I'll do more on that later. For right now, we'll just acknowledge that that uh, sometimes the cards we are dealt as you know infants coming into the world are different. And if you know some toxics were thrown in there, um, you know we come to a point where we say, you know what, it's not okay. I've you know treated me my entire life, most of my life, whatever, and I'm you know I'm kind of done. You know I'm really kind of done. In you know something called gaslighting which again we'll get into later when we we'll get into narcissism but if it's a severe situation and you need to create your own family then you need to create your own family and this this is what what the the um, the graduation at St. Lawrence just had had me just had me so thrilled about is chosen family being on an equal footing with our family of origin origin because it absolutely is love is love and we all deserve to love and be loved and that is it. And family is divine by who loves you and who you love, who you love and who love you. That's it. Family is defined by love, unconditional, wonderful love. And those who are excited by your accomplishments, want to see you rise, and who are there for you, you know, when you need to talk at three o'clock in the morning without judgment, willing to climb right into your rib cage and wrap around you with love and kindness and warmth and 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 just And just being there for you and listening without judgment. That's who our people are. That is our tribe. And Jay goes on to say, so this, this doesn't uh, mean we should neglect our families, but forgiveness and gratitude come more easily when we accept that we have friends and family and we have friends that become family, friends that become family. Feeling connected at some level to all of humanity can be positively therapeutic for those who own those whose own families had made their lives difficult. So, just to recap, sometimes, you know, uh, we need to, to choose our own family, and that's it. And we need to become okay with that. Kind of dismiss all the the conditioning and the judgments of the society, you know, society at large. Because I don't know where it's written, you know, under some rock someplace. That this isn't okay. Of course, it is. We, have, we it is our innate right to be loved, to be happy, and to grow spiritually, emotionally, physically, every kind of way that we need to grow. And if if this means um, to that to seek out your own people, your own tribe, well, then so be it. That is that is absolutely one hundred percent fine. And you know, I'll tell you, it definitely took took me a while. And you know, d- deep into my you know seasoned adulthood, still you know hanging on to just pieces like residual. And what you know, for this is now at this point, it's been a while. Uh, what I did was just forgiveness. And forgiveness does not give somebody a pass. People get confused that it has to do with remembering and patching things up and apologies and giving a pass. It has nothing to do with any of that. And one of my favorite quotes. About forgiveness, ever <clears throat> is from Claudia Black, who was the pioneer of the Adult Children of Alcoholics or ACOA movement back in the 80s. I'm, I'm not sure if she's still kicking now, but boy, she made uh, quite a difference for me and you know the, the world at large who would who had come from addicted, dysfunctional, abusive families. And she said that forgiveness has nothing nothing to do with forgetting. If you hear that whole cliche. The old cliche, forgiveness Forgiveness means forgetting. No, it doesn't. Forgiveness has nothing to do with forgetting and everything to do with remembering and choosing to move forward. Remembering and choosing to move forward. Nobody gets a pass. As you know, my backstory, I was physically, emotionally, and sexually abused. And it's all in the past. It's water under the bridge. I'm, the blame is gone. What I eventually did was this in my head. I did like a little like a little thing where I just I, I worked through it and I said in my head I forgive you for and I forgive me for doing the best I could with the cards I was dealt and then I did like this you know wash my hands of it overdone and I did this this thing where I released them I release you go with God with love and kindness no resentment no anything I'm telling you once you can do that authentically and it's a process it might not be a once it's a process, just like anything else is a process, especially if the hurt is intense and it was over a long time, whatever. It's a process. It is a choice, though, because if you wait for the forgiveness fairy to wave her wand and, and dump the forgiveness dust on your head, that ain't going to happen. If you're waiting for the clouds to part to be so you'll be ready to forgive, that ain't going to happen either. It's a choice, just like anything else. And I finally decided I was just sick of, you know, that... Like a, my the toxics were like a barnacle on my butt, and I was just done. And you know, I just was just done. They're not taking me down one more second. Life is too short, so I release them with love and kindness. I embrace my chosen family. My chosen family is the best. My my husband's big wonderful family. In addition, obviously to our, you know, the Fab Five, our wonderful young adults. And now Selena and Jamie, our new daughter's-in-law, and my whole St. Mike's crew, and my crew at Champlain, and I've just got, I've been blessed to the ends of the earth with chosen families. So the forgiveness thing is important, and they don't need to know. They don't need to know. Just be quietly effective, as we say, and release them and make your own family. And that is it. And just indulge yourself and immerse yourself in your new family, and that's it. Live long and prosper as we say. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.